When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Good afternoon and welcome to Full Time Reds. Um, it's it's Chris and Kev again. Oh, Scott, mate, I would stick a buzz at the moment. We're on, yeah, every, we're on, every, we're on every day. <laughs> ah, well, you know. Hey, listen, yeah. end of the day, Liverpool won pretty comfortably. We're now three points off City. Pressure on them for Monday night. Salah scores. Diaz scores. Show some end product. We'll come to that. Um, I'll, get, I'll get me digs early. And... We won on the and we won on the bet, mate. All in all, mate, pretty good day. That's a decent start to Saturday. To be fair, Saturday's yeah. good. That's a decent start to the weekend. Now we have to be honest about the bet, mate. Um, when we when Kevin and I saw the lineup, we both went, "Shall we put Salah in?" Because we didn't pick him because we didn't think he'd start. He start. Let's put Salah in, and I made Salah captain. So mm. you know. I'll take you said Diaz. I have no recollection of this conversation. Apparently, it's <laughs> on WhatsApp, it. but I can't read it. So, <laughs> so, but I do think actually swapping Salah for Manny was probably the, probably the way to go for sure. So, yeah, so before we get into the game, then, um, how are you feeling after that? Then, um, I'm happy with the res- with the points. I think the performance was, if I'm honest, I thought we were poor. Um, okay. but we'll get into that later. But Look, the three points is all that matters, and you know it's it, it's game move on, game move on, game move on. That that's why you have to wait to have have to look at it now. Laura Duffy is uh, trolling and said, "Did we finish one out of one?" That's so harsh. No, that is just no. mean, Laura. We came fifth out of forty nine, which is not bad. Now it does say finalizing points. Check back soon. So we are technically in, we are we're in the payment point by half a point. So you know, yeah. we'll see. If we, if we, if we end up losing half a point, then someone will be fuming. <laughs> are so, you yeah. with the starting lineup? Uh, I thought I thought the starting lineup was exact was uh, I believe it was exactly as I said to you last night. Yeah, first I, time ever I've got a starting lineup correct. So I'm just basking in it because let's be honest, the rest of the year I'll get them all wrong. Yeah. So uh, I was happy with it. I thought the strongest back four that we have. 
keeper was keeper is the keeper. Midfield, I thought, is what we needed. It was, you know, Cater and Henderson, bit of fresh legs. Fabinho, probably a little bit of a surprise, but maybe because of we don't know what Thiago's situation with the COVID situation. And then the front three, I was fine with Diaz in form. I didn't play much against Inter. Manny's probably the best at the moment form wise yeah. as a number nine because Jota's off got off form and Bobby's back from injury. And look, we, you just play Salah. That's just kind yeah, of what we do, you know. And I think the thing with Salah is to play him into a bit of form, you know. Mm. So what comes to it? I don't think he'll get. I don't think he was. It was a great performance by Salah, but he got the goal. And to be honest, that's sometimes all he needs. I think he just needs to get the consistency. I mean, yeah. he's now actually in the Premier League era scored the third most away goals in the Premier League for us. He's now got yeah. fifty away goals in the Premier League. Uh, Gerald's got 51, Owen's got 55. So he's setting that, that's the sort of records that we're selling. And he scored our 2000th goal in the Premier in League. The Premier League, yeah, because football oh, yeah. only started in 1992. So, so but still, you know, I think, we're only the, I think we're only the second side to do it, though. Second side yeah, to do it, yeah. Yeah, United side. did it first, which you, you would expect because of what they won. So, you know, yeah. you're surprised with the teams Arsenal have had and Chelsea have had that actually. Especially Arsenal. They haven't done that sooner because Arsenal, the Wenger, are very free, free flowing attacking side. So, but anyway, so yeah, what were you thinking with the line? Are we happy with it? Not happy with I it? Was, I was, look, I guess I was a bit surprised at the inclusion of some of the players. I didn't think Virgil would have made it because he hadn't really trained all week. So, other than that, I suppose everyone else, once available, picks themselves. Um, I like Sadio through the middle, I do. Um, he's he'd be on the ball less, but he would scare the living daylights out of defenders. Yeah, okay, Diaz well, was definitely watching last night. I'm telling you now, if you haven't yeah. watched last night's he show, that, he pinned uh, that on the he pinned that on the dressing room wall. They said, yeah. look, look at our Sullivan said, I'll show him. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, listen, have, look, I, I know you took a bit of stick for it last night, but I got your point, which is that's his second goal now. And is it about ten appearances? 11 games, so two goals and 11 at the moment, which, look, I know he's only just come in, but still, you, you'd like to see a few more goals and you know, a bit of luck now, but yeah. he was just such a threat as he was. And he gave Lamptey a hard game. And look, Lamptey's really good. He's highly rated. He's a good young attacking right back. Diaz kept Diaz on, on toast. You know. what, what impressed me most about Diaz today is his work rate off the ball to win it back. But I've said that oh, before was, about him. He was at left back at one point. Yeah, his work rate off the ball is... Very similar to what Sadio was when he when he arrived at the club. He he's he's vicious getting the ball mm. back. And I honestly think he's probably up there with Kyle Walker as the fastest player in the Premier League. He's definitely the fastest player at Liverpool. Yeah. You know, with, without doubt. He's he is visually quicker than Mo Salah and Sadio. Mm. You, you could just see it and he at the ground. There was a he had a leg race with Lamptey at the end, towards the end of the game, and he, he was just eating the ground up on him. Yeah. And not many players are able to do that. My only complaint last night was I wanted for someone who gets in the positions that he does, he I he, he can improve his end product, his end product, and it will come. I've no doubt it will come. Yeah, you know the bravery. Well, for, to, be, to be fair, similar things are labelled up Mo. Yeah, and to be honest, they're still labelled up Mo. Is rightly so as well. He, he should sometimes. score. He should score more than what he does. Yeah. You know, which you think this is a guy who scores 20 goals a season, at least sometimes more, and you still go, he actually could score more. Yeah. You know, so hopefully, I mean, listen, if Diaz doesn't does mow and goes like, oh, he's scoring 20 goals a season, but he could, he should have 30, uh, it's a nice problem yeah. to have. But look, the rest of the side, I thought, opening 20 minutes, I, I thought 
Brighton were in the ascendancy. Yeah, they played. They started but, well. But I would say, in terms of like threats, they had one decent cross, which I think Matip cleared, and they had the Mope shot from distance, which had Alisson stretch, but I don't think it had beaten him from that distance. No. So it was a lot of possession without, you know, much penetration. Allah a bit into Milanish. Yeah. Uh, and then the goal comes and the ball by Matip. Uh, they said it in commentary in the right. If Trent or Robbo's doing that ball, everyone's waxing a little about it. Because it's massive, it just gets shrugged off. It's a hell yeah. of a ball. Uh, and then for Diaz, fair play to him. He knows he's getting hit when he t- when he goes in for that header. He knows that's going to hurt. That that is putting yourself in where it hurts. You know, I mean, yeah. he basically gets volleyed. It gets volleyed in the chest. But apparently, because we score, ah, it's all right. Look, I don't think you're going to get anyone to turn around and say that that isn't a straight red card. Um, no. I've not seen one comment from any rival fan online to say that isn't a red card. It the only was... one I've the only one I've seen is you never see a keeper get sent off for that. It's like it's I, like an unwritten rule where if it's I think Gary Neville yeah. Gary Neville put a tweet out saying if that's an outfielder and an outfielder, it's a red card. If it's if an, I, outfielder an outfielder and a goalkeeper, it's a red it's card. A red. But I'm old enough. I remember the Harold Schumacher. I remember watching it. I can remember it as clear as day. It was probably one of the greatest games of football I've ever seen in my life. It was France-Germany in the 82 World Cup. Yeah. And Schumacher, if you haven't seen it, YouTube it. Oh, it it's was, horrendous. It was the most horrendous tackle I've ever seen. It wasn't on that level. But I'll tell you what, he was coming out wasn't it? to clear him. Didn't he get like three broken ribs and lost about four or five teeth? Yeah. You know, and fractured yeah. his jaw. I mean, yeah. and he didn't, book- came out and- did he get a booking? Yeah. That's... He didn't even get a booking. And today was the same. Today was... The thing is, he couldn't give me a yellow card because it can't be a yellow card. It, no, it, it's either a red card or it's nothing. And yeah. there is no middle ground with that one. And no, I can, accept, I can accept the referee going, I haven't quite seen the angle to go, I don't know how hard he's connected with him. I don't know if Diaz is making a meal of it. So I can, I can let Mike Dean off a little bit. But the referee, uh, sorry, the VAR official has got to either just say to there. He's volunteered in the chest, Mike. It's a red card. Or just say, Mike, just Go take another look, look at it. Go and have a look. You know, even if he goes, I'm not sure, but I think well, you should look at this because this is quite pivotal. Now, as I he put Mike, comment here. I've got to put Mike Dean right back on the hook. Okay. Uh, because the way the conversation is supposed to go is Mike Dean will describe what he saw to the video assistant referee. If Mike Dean described that he saw it and he felt it was not enough for a red not enough for a, any further action, he w- the VAR won't tell him to go and look no. at it because he but hasn't it, seen anything different from what again, has been described. Because it's England and you won't get this. Until you hear the audio of what they're saying and the transparency. I get that. Because then you, people can go, uh, he's going, because then if you hear Mike D going like, balls through, said, I don't know if he's connected or not. Can you tell me how bad the connection is? And that's what the VAR can then go, Mike, he's volleyed him in the chest. You need to go take a look at this. I think it's a red. Or, no, Mike, it's fine. He barely touched him. He, he made a meal of it. And then Mike Dean, you could go, well, he hasn't seen it. And the VAR's told him he's made a meal of it. And then you could kick off at the official. They all no, want that. I'm, I'm they're, they're, been, they're all fucking but, shit. But they're all shit. And this isn't a Liverpool thing. <laughs> even, though everyone, even though, as my comment I put earlier was, Liverpool, as we're known, uh, get everything. Yeah. We get fuck all. Um, uh, Paul Hickey puts a point out, uh, Steve McManaman made a strange comment saying the worst thing that could happen uh, is, for, is for Liverpool to win this. I know what, I know, but I know where he's coming from. What in he was saying was, in the context yeah. was, because Liverpool won two 0 he goes, "This will get brushed under the carpet, and nobody will talk about it." 
if it was a draw or Liverpool lost, it'd be a big talk about is why aren't they down to 10 men after 20, yeah. after 20 minutes? Cause the keepers volleyed someone. So I get the point he was trying to make. He maybe made it a bit ham-fistedly, but it's a bit like, yeah. because there's a win, Evan goes, doesn't matter. I mean, I hope Klopp, Pokemon says that's diabolical. How We're is, not seeing the post-match, so I assume the people who are in the chat have watched it or are watching it. You know, let us know what Klopp is saying after that. Um, yeah, Bobby Richardson saying they're terrified of open mics like <laughs> the Aussies are. Yeah, I get that. It's... Um, it all stems back to the Spurs game where I think I think I don't know. It might be look, I'm just giving it sod it. Oh, it was, it, what, it, was the, it was the line, what's the TV said? Which is like yeah. you can't say that. Yeah. That was a bit like is VAR in before it's supposed to be in. Oh, I'm giving it. But yeah, look, it was... at four at four o'clock today, you've got Ireland versus England at Twickenham, and you'll see how video technology is supposed to work. And how Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Football are lagging behind so badly. We see it in rugby. It's um, criminal. But, it, cause it, but in rugby, it's a very much a, they point to the mic going, stop the language. Now, really, culturally in rugby, it is a bit more like, you've se- I've seen rugby, you know, the guys, yeah. the referee's five foot, the guy's six foot yeah. seven, and he just does that. And you can see all the players go, all right, all right, all right. Because yeah. they all know, once one square or one, they're off. And yeah. I don't know, so, but maybe football might get like that where they might just have to start doing Oh, but there was, other other there was a few other instances today. I thought the Basuma one. The moment, one, actually, before half-time, where he goes around it. Now, we saw Klopp bollock him saying he should pass it. Maybe it's passed on, maybe it's not. From that oh, angle, yeah. maybe it looks like it is. But he does get pulled back. And yeah. I've seen, we've seen plenty of pens for a neck. lot left. Exactly. But again, he doesn't get the consistency doesn't get given. And then you, and then you saw Basuma, which is a mad one. Now, Brighton fans went mad with his yellow car for it, the high foot. Naby literally got done for it in the first 30 seconds. So he's consistent yeah. with that. But the handball, I'm a bit like, I don't, if he's not booked, he's getting booked for that. Yeah. It's one of those annoying things where they go, oh, it's not a high enough threshold for us to send him off because they don't want to send him off. It's really annoying. But I mean, the penalty is ridiculous. It's just his arms up here. It's not even natural. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not like he's naturally trying to turn. You know, you've seen people turn and their arms like, his arms over his head. It's the most obvious penalty you ever see. And Mo does what Mo does, bangs it down the middle, 2 0. Game to us a two 0 I was pretty much game over. The only frustration yeah. was it should have been two 0 probably ten minutes earlier because Mo hits the bar, Maddie tries an overhead kick from the rebound, and then Mo is cut back to it in a chance that he normally buries. You know, he just bends it top corner. Yeah, we'll go he, he to, yeah, we're going to go into the game tomorrow night in a lot of detail. I I was happy with the result, disappointed in the performance in the way that I thought we were very casual at point at times. But I thought the decision making in the final third was absolutely shambolic at times, and that game was never. That wasn't a two nil two nil game. I thought we were so poor in front of the goal. Should be, um, should be four. It should have been three, four. Four, three or four easy. Yeah, yeah. And I, to be honest, I was happy with the port in the sense that I wasn't happy with the attacking side of it because I think that 
that does need to be better. Uh, which has been kind of, to us, that's been the only criticism I've had of probably the last four or five games is attacking wise, we haven't quite done it. But I thought as a defensive unit, the back four and the midfield didn't really give them anything. Yeah, you know, they had the shot right at the end, which Allison tips over. That's about it. That's you know, we had, Mope, we had Mope trying to take Allison out just for a bit of wind up, but it didn't work. You know, we kept Basuma fairly quiet. And Basuma's a yeah, very good Basuma, player. I thought yeah. he was bang average today, to be honest. Yeah, I think the Basuma we should get Liverpool Basuma to replace Fabinho, but two different players. If you're going to Basuma, he's more going to play on the right in the Henderson box to box up and down. That's where he's best, being allowed to be a destroyer further up. Uh, (laughs) My personal opinion is I don't think Fab had the best game. I think he was better second half, but first half, his passing was slack, his awareness wasn't quite there. I thought thought Henderson and Kaiser did a lot of covering around it. I thought Henderson and Kaiser were both really good. I thought Fab was a bit below par, but you know what? It happens. Fab has played a lot of football. Uh, I'm pretty certain I'm going to say to Fab, give us one more against Arsenal, and then I don't think you'll even see him in the squad for the Forest game. I think that's yeah, the game where you're going to have to He is almost certain to be going away with, with Brazil. Yeah, so the only way we're going to give him a rest is if it's going to have to be in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup. Yeah. But if we're in the quarterfinal of the FA Cup, if you do Thiago, because he's not going to go away internationally, Thiago Henderson, Keita in the FA Cup, you sorted. So yeah, yeah, I thought, I thought whatever, but... yeah, yeah, I thought this. I thought the other two were actually pretty good. Uh, Arsenal, I've said Liverpool might struggle against us. Depends which Arsenal turns up. To be fair, that's always the that's always the thing, you know. Because we've, um... we've seen in the past, we've seen the past of Arsenal. They go on these runs that uh, Arsenal are back. Then they play City, United, Chelsea, Liverpool. I mean, when they came to Anfield, they were on a run of five, six games undefeated. Got turned over. They were, you know, they were in quite good form when they played in, in the League Cup, especially the second leg. Didn't quite work yeah, out for it. So it's which one turns up. Uh, I do. The one thing I think does help a little bit, I think they've got depth, depth off the bench. I mean, you've got like Fabinho. Fabinho's not getting on the pitch today. There's no Canate, you know, in the squad at the moment. So you think yeah. there's a lot of depth. You know, Origi and Minamino are nowhere near the squad at the moment. So it's quite nice to have those options. It's quite nice we can freshen it up. So... Yeah, it's it's going to get a busy time of the season now. You're gonna you're gonna use legs, and it was telling today. I mean, we don't know what the story is with um, Salah when he went off. All I saw was he was holding the back of his ankle, but then when he came off, he flicked his leg up and as if it was just maybe a niggle at best. So who's that? Who's that? Sorry, Salah. Yeah, I didn't. I- yeah, so so I, someone just said to me, uh, hopefully it's a knock. It's like he pointed to Klopp, so it's almost like he'd been. I didn't see. I didn't. I, I. I missed him. I just seen him going off, so I didn't know whether it's Adolf's ankle. Hopefully, like he said it's just a kick, and it's just like yeah. that hurts. Or like you know, kicking the Achilles, it hurts. But I know it's Liverpool straight away. As soon as it went to two 0 they had two up already pretty quickly. Yeah. So it was clearly predetermined. As soon as you get to two 0 lads, two of you are coming off yeah, straight away. It was just and a case of who's gonna who who's gonna be. And that that's the sort of game you bring Thiago on for. Yeah, Riyad is saying there, uh, Salah was off for precautionary measures. Yeah, that, and that's look, that's just a standard answer. Yeah, that, um, makes, that makes sense. But um, that's the perfect answer. That's where we. That's what we would. That's what we needed at two-two at West Ham, at three-two at Brentford, and that's the frustrations of the two Argus. He needed him on for the last twenty minutes because he just kept the ball and he got stuck. He got stuck to the dirty side of the game as well because he yeah. won his tackles. He's a lot better at tackling now. And the ball he puts into Diaz where he should make it 3-0 is outrageous. 
just bends it. Yeah, Diaz just needed to almost slow himself down. Yeah. It's almost like he needs a bit more... It's like he needs a bit more in product, isn't it, Kev? Almost, yeah. (laughs) Almost, but we won't get into that because that really upset everyone last night. (laughs) Everyone got a bit, yeah, a bit touchy about that. Uh, But no, look, I'm going to go back to the Diaz (laughs) header because Mm. the bravery, when you look at that header, the ball was fantastic. He never once took his eye off the ball. He knew you're you're going to sense the keeper, but to be able to get that header on target, knowing you're going to get clattered, that takes some ball, and you don't normally see that in a um, in a winger. Wingers are normally a bit precious about themselves. Um, it was it was so good to see that in in Diaz in his game that you know he'll put himself where it hurts if it needs to, and he deserved it today for his performance. So he was outstanding. Yeah, uh, Arsenal, like I said, bad time we beat you. You always embarrass us. Well, just do us a favour. Just, just don't turn up again this this next week. That'd be quite handy. You know, worry about we'll we'll try we'll try the game against next season. Yeah, because uh, for Arsenal after, after they play us midweek, they've got they've got an even longer break. I think they've got like two and a half weeks. Yeah, so you know, gives them a chance um, to recharge. And Patrick Flannery can... there. Salah has scored six percent of all Liverpool's Premier League goals. Outrageous, isn't it? He's a freak. He's quite good, isn't he? He's, he's, he's a freak. He, he, he's quite good. He's quite good. Maybe we should sign him up. I don't know. But we won't go into that. Um, was it Emmett there? He definitely sees the keeper in his peripheral vision and is fully committed to it. Yeah, absolutely, Emma. It was just one of those that... The amount of times you see players bottling that. Oh, we've seen plenty of players who will pull out that going, ah, oh, I don't want to get whacked for that. But to a certain extent, I don't blame you. I don't want to particularly get bullied in the chest. Yeah, the thing but, is, uh, I don't know if it was in the box or not. Yeah, it was. It was in the box. So every which way you look at it, if the ball uh, didn't go in, it was a, actually brought, the, the thing that probably saved Brighton. I think he read he used to play for Ireland said it, he doesn't like the double jeopardy rules. So he said, like, it'd be double jeopardy. And I, and I get this because if you give a penalty away, you can't get sent off. But that's not the rule. The rule is no, it's not. You no. can, you can, if you give a penalty, away, you don't get sent off as long as you make a legitimate attempt for the ball. Because we saw yeah. it a couple of years ago, a hole where the guy handballs yeah. it on the line deliberately, straight red. Because like, well, you've made no attempt for the, for the keeper. He's nowhere near the ball. Absolutely yeah. nowhere near. He, there is no also, legitimate. There's no legitimate reason for him to volley someone in the chest. No, absolutely not. So and there's he's no. Not meant to vo- obviously, he's not meant to volley in the chest, but he certainly so, didn't pull his leg out to make sure he didn't catch him. Yeah, so. it probably saved. It probably saved him the the fact that the ball went in. It saved him. Saved him Brighton being have it still having eleven on the pitch, and in my opinion, they should have ended the game with nine because yeah, Bissouma should have had a yellow card for that penalty, and the mm. fact that referees take into account the situation of the game. Rather than yeah, yeah. just referee the individual foul, but then you, you but then you see joke. the problem with referees is you see with punditry then oh it's never a second yellow you've really it's this notion that you've really got to rattle him to get a second yellow it shouldn't just be for a, a normal uh, foul you got the yellow, yellow I gave up on the quality of punditry a long time ago oh, especially when it comes to pundits knowing the rules of the game pundits for people who get paid to talk about football it should be a requirement. At the well, start saw, of every season, well, that you go saw, on a referee's course. Well, we saw that for the Inter Milan game when they were talking about the Sanchez red card. Um, who did three points? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Farrah Williams, excellent pull, Arsenal. Uh, Rachel Brown, I believe, is the goalkeeper, and I think it was Rio Ferdinand. Only Rachel yeah. Brown knew the rules, and she was saying, yeah. like, in my day, that wouldn't be a second yellow. She said, but he said, but the rules of the game are 
you do this, you do this. And he had like, oh, VAR should look at that for a second, yeah. And you could see Rachel going. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. But that's not the rule. The rule is you only look at the red card for VR if you think it's a straight red. If it's a second yeah. yellow, it's a second yellow. So I find it embarrassing. She knew, she knew the rules inside yeah. and out. And she's going to it. I can see you're frustrated. I can see you don't like it. And I think she was like, I don't particularly like it. She said, but said, that's the rules of the game. That's been the rules of the game for two years. But that was a, a pundit. In, I'm sure it's Rachel Brown. I apologize if I get her name wrong. It was an excellent goalkeeper in, uh, for England and Everton. Uh, knows the rules. And yeah. you go, right, okay. I mean, that's where Peter Walton's a bit annoying because he does know the rules, but he doesn't know how to articulate them in a proper way. Yeah, and there's some referees that are out of the game that you know when you hear them on the radio are really good at it. But for some that, reason, <laughs> I put this on Twitter. Whatever it is, <laughs> Laszlo, Danny Mills will probably go out and say Diaz. Really said the guy. Said, I said a wind up to Mick from Copite saying um, it's a disgraceful decision. That you know, look at look at Diaz head button his leg there. Definitely, <laughs> definitely red card. There. <laughs> so, yeah, I, no, but, look, know. I've always been a bugbear in mind that referee or pundits and co-commentators, especially co-commentators, because the amount of kids who watch football. And are influenced by what they hear and what they see. That's where a lot of the nonsense comes out on social media. People go, "Oh, that's not a red card," and you go, "But it is." Yeah, and I had to get used to it because there are red cards I see that go. I grew up watching football in the nineties, going that was never a red card in the nineties. But look, the the game's changed. It's quicker. It's different. Certain fouls aren't allowed. And Peter Crouch was right when he just basically said, "It's for dangerous play." He goes, "If you ever want to see an example of dangerous play, just show that video." He said, "You don't actually." He said, "He said that should just be an example." This is a this is a Stonewall red card. Here you go. Doesn't matter. He's a keeper, and I think uh, that's the thing. Sometimes because he's a keeper, it gets, all that said and done. Now, three points. I mean, the thing is, if things go really, 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 really well for us, and Palace do you a mean if, really, if, really, Luke, really if Luke's favorite. prediction comes up? Yeah, if Palace beat City, we beat Arsenal. Mm. Go top. Ah, well, easy. I don't like we do, don't we? Do. Yeah, we do, we we'll do a goal difference, yeah, because our goal difference is, is better than theirs. I go, Thor is correct. It, uh, it was Rachel Bow. I go, I got her name right. Um, so she was also on the BT Sports uh, recent documentary called uh, Special One about goalkeepers. Uh, really interesting. It's worth a watch. Uh, Rob Green is on it a lot. He's really, really good at explaining the technical side of being a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. And well, myth bust and myth busting, like near, you know, the chats that we all say shouldn't be beaten at your near post, shouldn't do this, and he'll explain drill wise why some of that doesn't actually make sense, and yeah. actually why well, sometimes like- the good finishes. So you have to say it's good work. I mean, Rob Green, I know he gets a bit of stick. He's a very, very good pundit, especially when he said it comes to explaining goals and goalkeeping errors. Yeah, he really I mean, knows technical I, side I was, of it. I was watching the adverts on BT. They were brought. They were giving a shout to a. Um, a new documentary they've got coming up called The Boot Room Boys. Oh, yeah, that looks good. That looks interesting. Uh, that's going to be one to keep an eye out for. They haven't given a release date yet, but I'd imagine no. it's going to be during the international break, maybe. Yeah, because... Um, so that'll be one worth keeping an eye out for. Because they did the Liverpool one, uh, the two tribes, well, 
which was about the love yeah. of Ever, Ever Surrounded in the 80s. That was really good. That was good. Yeah. I mean, I'll uh, credit where it's due. BT, when they do their uh, documentaries. Did you see, really, the, uh, really see the Harrogate Town one? That was good. Mm. And that's when they got promoted via uh, during the pandemic as well. Mm. It was really interesting. How, uh, you know, non-league club gets promoted. It was really interesting. Yeah, the way the game, I mean, the three o'clock game now coming up to start in a minute. Um, I can't Is even remember who's playing today. Or the three o'clock game. Uh, oh, I'll check it, it in. I'll t- I'll but the five thirty game. Oh, then. Brent, do you know what? Brentford Burnley? This is one I said that should have been on the telly. Could everyone laughed? I was like, it's such a big game. <laughs> it's a huge one, isn't it? It's like if Burnley win this, uh, that re- that that then leads at Everton, and then going fucking hell. Yeah, you know. Actually, really just, if Burnley get a draw, if Burnley get a draw or, or a win, that is really going to that is really going to make Everton and Leeds go shit. This is this is yeah, now Brent, getting Brent. proper serious. I think Brentford are just about okay because I think I think the Norwich win probably did enough for them that they probably can pick enough now not to drop any further. Um, and plus they've got a, little, a few get points in hand on the others. But yeah, yeah. And listen, I'm hoping for a Burnley win or a Burnley draw because because it's going to make that that race, scale make the race really yeah. really really interesting. Oh, I reckon that's going down to the last couple of games. You know, and... I'm sure isn't isn't it Everton Burnley near the end of the, like last game yeah. of the season or near the end? I can imagine near that's end, like yeah. can imagine that's winner takes all. Oh, that, that, that'd be better watch my title risk. That one. <laughs> like, who's your man of the match for today? Because we'll be wrapping up in a sec. Diaz, probably. And uh, honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Um, I thought both centre backs and Trent were really good. I actually thought Henderson and Cato were really good. The only ones who were disappointed to me was Fabinho, Manny, and Salah. I think those three were the dis- disappointments by their standards. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'd give it to Diaz because he was probably the biggest bright spark we had. Uh, but yeah, John Wasser gets an honourable mention just because you know that pass, that, that pass, that and he's pass. just he's just bossing. He so it's quality. Everyone's on the bromance train with. Oh, uh, with you know, I'd, I'd love to meet John Wasser. Yeah, That'd be, that that would be proper like bucket list stuff. Meeting John Wasser, I just think he'd be a laugh. <laughs> I think he'd be, be as dry as you like. You know, I, think, a, I think I'd like that. I, yeah. think I quite like that about him, yeah, he's uh, and he's got a strange. He's got a really strange accent because the voice doesn't quite match the the look. Yeah, it's uh, he's, he's the German accent. He has it. He just it doesn't quite go. Doesn't quite no, go. No. Uh, who's your man? The match? I definitely uh, hands down as Diaz. He was well ahead as, as best player on the pitch. Uh, again, I thought Matip was really good. Uh, Virgil was solid. Naby was really. Effective today, you know. Yeah. Uh, he, he was very he's ge- going about the ugly stuff really well. He was, dare I say, it, a bit genius. Yeah, just and- just kind of just did what he needs to do. You know, I think the only he only had probably one brain fart in the whole game where he he, he yeah, lost the ball. Gave, I think he yeah, had a chance, lost, but you know what? Away, yeah. Everyone makes one mistake. I mean, yeah. Fabinho made a few today defensively, yeah. uh, but actually, no, I I think left side of midfield suits him perfectly. I, I think that's what the, I think the fight. I think the fight now for left side of midfield. It's Thiago or Cater. That's the and fight. It, it could the be right a case side. of game situation opponents. Yeah. I mean, that was a perfect game to bring Thiago on. Half hour yeah, runners, yeah, spraying passes, keeping keeping was defensively solid, and always a threat on the break. You know, perfect for perfect for him to start. I think he'll start the Arsenal Thiago, but because if Cater starts, I'm not really going to lose any sleep over it because he's playing I well. Think- I think the Arsenal game is an ideal one for Thiago, though. I think 
they're, they're the and ideal kind of opponent for. Our, for that our feels like it's the the game for that midfield of Henderson, Thiago, Fabinho. Yeah, that feels like the sort of game it's made for. You know, where you just need to totally dominate the midfield. Yeah, and then and you I bring would... on the flair player in Kate in Kate to link it up, or you bring on Milner just to shut the game out. Were you surprised Bobby didn't get a look in today? Um, no, I thought if we'd have got <coughs> if we'd have got the third with ten to go, I think we brought on. But in fairness to Brighton, to give it a good go the last ten minutes or so, and I think Klopp just decided I don't want any of this risk of two one. No, the last I'll just throw Milner. I know what I get from him. Bobby will probably get some minutes, I would say, against Arsenal off the bench, and then shooing to start against. Yeah, Klopp was uh, not Forrest. happy bunny on that sideline today, was he? No, no, he wasn't. Um, but that's good. Again, I think this result is a bit like the Inter Milan loss. Is got the results, but lads, attacking wise, this could be better. That could be better. We could do this better. Defensively, he was quite happy, but I think attacking wise, yeah. he was he was frustrated. But and the he big story will be the because he bad areas. Yeah, Lose, I mean, losing the ball silly. The big story will be he shouted at Mo and everyone would jump on the Mo bandwagon. But to be honest, he was balling out Manny and he was balling out Diaz. He, everyone got assessing the assessing equal share, yeah. Everyone got, everyone got, you know, the uh, the the clock death stare, the clock. Yeah. But that's what you want. And he'll just turn around and say, look, got to keep standards to a certain level. And that's all you need to do. But listen, end of the day, mate. Liverpool yeah. won. We close the gap to three points. Clean sheet. Look, touch wood, look like we won money on Betmate. All good. All we need now is uh, Liverpool women to win tomorrow and City to drop points on Monday. Everyone's a winner then. Yep. But you'll see you'll see Kev's lovely face again tomorrow on Fatback 4 with Gav and the lads. Oh, yeah. So uh, until then, guys, have a good afternoon and we can all laugh at Tottenham Man United now this evening. Till then, see you later. Sports Social Podcast Network.